Okay, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is a TCP podcast special. We are here with one of the Street Fighter alumni, Miss Jury, Jessica Strauss, and she is joining us here for a podcast interview. So, could you please introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm Jessica Strauss, and I'm the voice of Jury Han on the Street Fighter series, and I'm really excited to be here. So, I can't wait to hear all the questions that you guys gave Ren and the rest of the guys here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them, but uh, I want everyone else to introduce themselves. So, Mr. Reaper. Oh, yeah, could that'd you... be great. Yeah, could you introduce yourself? <laughs> Yeah, it's me. It's going on, everybody. It's Reapers, the voice actor scout dude. You know. Mr. Devil Hunter James? How's it going, guys? Hyped to be here. Mr. Kaneki? I am Kaneki, and I am pretty hyped about this interview. Yeah. And last but not least, Mr. Punish Brandon. Uh, hello, everybody. And I will be honest, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> yeah, we had a little pre-talk, and um, Jessica was getting on Punish Brandon over there, so we were having a little fun with that. <laughs> but we're going to the one that should be nervous, right? Well, nah. you were surprised nah. when you saw all of us. No. I'm a I'm a really nice person. I'm not jury. So don't be scared. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, nice. She is what nice. Is She's nicer in this uh, in five, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just hoping you don't try to kick me through my monitor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just be nice. Yeah, just be yeah. nice, and she won't have to do that. You got it. I won't have. To, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna get into the questions. I'm going to open a document right now, so we can do that. Uh, I should be on point with this, but I'm not. Here we are. Oh, we have a document. Yes, there, there's a document <laughs> where I could... It's official. Uh, it's official. It's official. Mm-hmm. It's like so, an award or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're going to start with the first question, and that is question number one. Uh, to break the ice, let's start off with your experience as a voice actor. What personal tips would you recommend to the viewers who are interested in voice work? Oh my goodness. That's a good question because a lot of people ask it. And um, if you're interested in voice work, there's so many different ways that you can get into voiceover. But the most important thing is that you have to enjoy acting with your voice. So I know that there are other voice actors that are super, super talented and they just jumped in and got work. Those people are few and far between. There's a lot of people that have got in through Maybe they're singers and they got in that way because you already use their voice. They get in through broadcasting. They get in through doing stand-up comedy. Using a microphone is really important. But a lot of actors like myself have gotten in through, um, I went to college and I got a BFA in theater. And so I really learned the how to act. And, and, and I really practiced it before I got into voiceover. So whatever you're doing, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you wanna get into voiceover, definitely take some acting classes and improvisation is really important. 
And there's so many different ways to get into voiceover, and there's so many different avenues in voiceover besides gaming. So it's a question that you could answer for a long time. <laughs> hmm. But there's there's my there's my two cents. Uh, if I have something to add on to that, actually. Um, okay. Have you ever really, were you ever commanded to do like improv and certain scenes in Street Fighter V where they said uh, in order to come up with jury, when they cast you, they wanted to see how you were at a casting session or something? Well, just about every job for animation and video games, especially video games, requires improvisation, whether you're at an audition or you actually book the job and you're in the booth with the director and all the, the producers and whatnot. Because um, you don't get the script ahead of time. So when you show up to an audition, you might get prepare something, you know, and then go in with the director and he says, yeah, but we'd like to have you do it this way or try it this way. And so you have to be really good at taking direction and trying it all those different ways that they want you to try it. And that's basically voice, voice acting in games. So when you book a game, um, depending on who's directing, you can be required to do the line once, but a lot of times they want you to do it two or three times in a row. And sometimes if there's several people in the room, they will help be throwing ideas out at you or giving new ideas to the director to try things different ways. So you have to be really good at not, um, like if you think a character is a certain way, you have to be willing to let that go hmm. and do it and do it the way they want you to do it. That's very interesting. That is something I was always curious about because I know um, a lot of improv goes into some people and they admit it like they admit that to make some of these characters come to life like i think nolan north he personally admitted it in the past um he had to do a lot of improv so i figured uh there was a process behind that there was a process behind um putting your own ideas into that character and seeing what sticks to the wall and what doesn't yeah and you know over time you kind of collect characters as for me as an actress being on stage, doing auditions, you collect different voices, different characters that you become familiar with, and then you expand on them the more you audition and the more you book work. And so you're constantly improvising and coming up with new ideas all the time. So that's, it's, it is really important to improvise and be able to take direction really quickly and change your, your the way you're going with your acting really quickly. Be very uh, malleable with your emotions. So I'm going to let one of my co-hosts take the next question to ask you. Mr. Reapers, okay. could you ask question number two, please? All right. Um, how long have you been doing voice acting work and could you name off the list of characters you've done? Oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's probably a lot, but... Um, I've been doing voiceover since, I, I would say, the beginning of 2000, but more full-time as I got into, like, 2003, 2004, 2005, somewhere around right. that there. And I, I can't name off all of the characters unless you guys wanted me to... I, I'm, I, I'm on over 100 games, I think. I think I can't, I'm, I'm over. But 
to name a few that I've done um, that you might know, one, of course, Jury in right. Street Fighter, which is one of my favorite characters, but I have a lot of favorite characters. Um, I'm on Fallout 4 as Supervisor White. I'm on Wildstar as Actress Phaedra, Access Phaedra, sorry. Darksider 1 and 2, I'm Lilith. Infamous, the, the the original Infamous, I was Sasha, which was a real kick in the pants uh, to play. <laughs> um, dot Hack GU, I'm Pi, Persona 4, Saki, Tales of Exilia, Muse. I'm on a lot of WoW games, uh, World of Warcraft, and Blizzard. Um, I started my career as Amazon um, in Diablo 2. I'm so, I, and I was just going through my credits going, okay, which ones should I say? Holy um, crap, that's a lot. I probably left some out. A, a yeah, lot. that is yeah. a lot. Yeah. But I just thought Nolan. I, oh, Nolan, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, but there's, there's other voice actors that have done a lot more than me. Hmm. That's very interesting. I so. mean, that's I'm talking about games, and then I've done anime and animation and um, other types of VO. Just scratched the surface. I scratched it. Yeah. It's yeah. a slight scratch. Just a little bit of a scratch. Just a little like, bit of a cast scratch. Like yeah. like putting your toe in the water, like Jury always has her toe up. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even aware you were in Fallout 4, wow. I was aware of it because I only found that out when I went to the session. I didn't even know what I was going to do. And actually, I didn't know at the session what I was doing. So that's wild. I found just, out later. They just brought you in and was like, all right, just say the line. And then, all right, you're yes, done. Yes, that is how it went. Wow. That is how it went. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I'm yeah. going to say this on record. I loved your performance in Infamous. Oh, thank you. That was, yeah, it was actually pretty that good. That was a while back. And... Um, thank you. She was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the first Infamous game. I think that I, I don't particularly remember it too well, unfortunately, but I'm going to go back to it and eventually experience it that. It's like the, the, the bad side, the dark side of uh, the choices you'd make. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of whispered in the, 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 the player's ear yeah. stuff to do and seduced them into bad things <laughs> yeah, so please blow up that bus over there you know you want to <laughs> yeah pretty much like that yeah yeah sasha she was crazy she's she's the craziest character i've ever played i will say uh if you had a liberty um to probably voice like more characters like sasha would you take on it or not I think you don't say no. <laughs> oh, play, don't. Only play crazy characters. Unless I just had millions of dollars, I would just say yes, please. It's like, and they're really fun to play, you know. Yeah. Mm, I think that was. I think that's what makes them more memorable because uh, you know there's certain personalities in video games of uh, strong characters, and then there's characters that are like you know what that's memorable because she really told me to just destroy that whole building, and she was awesome. So I, I think that having that characterization of uh, being very because there's always some people that are known for being like the good guys and then there's some people that are the bad guys sometimes and it blows people away uh, so I think that's a great trait to have is to like get into that character and the morality really doesn't matter as long as you can bring all you can to the table 
Yeah, and I think women, evil women are, you know, I guess they're sexy. They're, they're sexy if they're not evil, but for some reason <laughs> in games... <laughs> evil is hot. They're really, it yeah, it's hot, and there's a lot of power. And um, I think, uh, I, I mean, I've played little kid voices, too. So um, I don't only get evil chicks, you know, mm -hmm. I've play, and, and I've played heroes. But I think that evil women are attractive because they're so crazy and because they're interesting to watch and because they have really fun lines to say, you know? Jury is really fun to play. Her lines surprise you all the time. And it's, she's very well written. So. All right, so I think I want Mr. Devil Hunter James to answer all of question number three for you. Sure. Is there a game series that I ever wanted you to do VO work, but you never got the chance? <laughs> I take it a lot. Sorry, I don't keep. I, I gotta stop laughing. Um, <laughs> all, all the time, I think. You know, uh, I audition. I've auditioned for a lot of games where I thought, oh, I'd love to have that part. And you know what? One is not coming to mind right now. And there's always NDAs on scripts that you read for. But there's tons of roles where I audition, and I think, oh, I'd love to get that part, and I don't get it. It happens all the time. There's a lot of rejection in voiceover. Mm. So, um, but these days, I don't know. Always know what I'm auditioning for. Right. They don't give you the title of the game. Some they used to, but not anymore. So I guess they mean by that they try to keep it a surprise. NDA is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. oh. Non-disclosure agreement. It's very, it's you know, it's just like movies or television. You're not supposed to give away the story. You're not supposed to talk about scripts that you've seen. Sometimes they have you sign stuff before you even audition. Hmm. Yeah, and that makes yeah. most sense because I remember when Mark Witten got on, he said he was NDA'd for a game that he was working on as voice work and he couldn't really tell us. So I was like, yeah, that really sucks, but you know, the rules are the rules, so I can see why someone would tell us this. Well, if you're in the business, I think it's more and more a really important thing for actors to know. Mm -hmm. And some people talk about it. And I think it's more of a big deal these days, even more so. Oh, yes. So huge. And so actually, I think you can get in trouble if you, like I just did something, I can't talk about it. I have something coming out later, can't talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and just to add on to that, with the internet, especially like anything that leaks on, you know, social media, a lot of people can uh, see it real fast. Like, oh, that's the voice actor for that game. Well, I'm way excited, and now it's like the surprise is probably going to be ruined for them because maybe there were some other people that were looking forward to seeing a proper announcement. So I can kind of see how that works as well. Yeah, it's a marketing thing, you know, and it gets people excited, and also it keeps them going, oh, what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. What, what, is, what is that character going to do, or what are they going to say? But. So. Yeah, I I, for one, was hoping when they announced that Jerry was going to be in the game, I was hoping the, that you, the voice act, actress, was still going to be doing her voice. Oh, man, really me too. Concerned. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> no recast, like, please. Man, super good. No recast, oh, please. Oh, thanks. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're the best. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Mmm, I like that. <laughs> See, we have the voice already and we didn't even get to that question. <laughs> I had to look up some of her lines because I, you know, it's been a year since I uh, recorded her. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a year. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Mark yeah. told us that. It's like they usually they have you uh, do the lines and then like you don't even know when the game's out or when your character's out until you see it. Hmm. No, you like go in the session, you say all these lines, and you're lucky if you remember some of them. You know, you remember <laughs> the essence. I remember the essence of the character. Hmm. And I remember her attitude and some of the things she goes through, but I just remember general things. Because right. it goes by so fast. So I'm going to have Mr. Kaneki read off on number four. Is there a role that you are proud of or felt it was one of your best roles that not many people know about? Oh. Cool. Well, I've said this before. I, I do... I love I love playing kids. And this may not be interesting to you guys, but I love playing penguins. Penguins? <laughs> oh, happy feet. <laughs> no, no. It's for a preschool thing. But that one, I don't know if I'm proud of, but I I did uh, several years of recording on and off for it and it always made me laugh. And so I really appreciate the sessions that I have that make me laugh. Jury makes me laugh. But uh, probably no gamers would watch that. But I had a blast. I played these two penguins, and I got to make penguin sounds, and um, they had little boy voices, and it was so much fun. So that makes me smile when I think of it. And the director was great. So we're um, gonna, do yeah. you have anything else to add to this? Because yeah. we're about to move on to... I do, Renegade. Go ahead. Can we get Jerry's head on a penguin now? <laughs> we can. I mean, you can Photoshop it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make that a reality after this podcast, I, I promise you. <laughs> oh, my God. There's penguins uh, on YouTube or something from it. Yeah, we'll, we'll just like... Kyoka. Kyoka is the name of the series, yeah. Kyoka. Hmm. Yeah. I mean... I could have picked out something else that was from the game. Sorry, you guys. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So we're going to move on to number five. What is your favorite personal video game character in terms of look, voice, or presentation? Well, Jury is really... To me, she... Uh, Jury. She's my favorite. Jury is <laughs> the number one. She's the best one. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I I like I like uh, actors and actresses. I like the the role they play, not just for the voice, but as uh, presentation-wise. Yeah, I think the art uh, in this particular series of Street Fighter Five is incredible. I was watching the cinematic, and I I was really into it, and I think it looks beautiful. Every character, not just Jury. I agree. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. Speak of the devil, we have another jury question. So, um, we're going to have a lot of these. So, number six is, what is your take on the conception of jury? How does she appeal to you as a character? I think that she's a little bit like the Joker from Bat Batman. But hmm. what I find appealing about her is that she's evil, but she's a lot of fun. 
and so she that makes her likable because a lot of evil women are just pure evil and they're just evil sexy but she's evil sexy and she's a lot of fun and i think that's why she's become i hope that's why one of the reasons that she's become so popular besides the fact all the moves that they put in to make her fighting amazing I like how she's like just the fighting goes with like the look so I like how it's all crazed and wild looking and it's something that fits visually as well as the voice so uh, for what they were going for I think it was a great choice overall yeah yeah, yeah I like her outfit this time too oh yeah like, it's really neat yeah, everybody she, likes it we all do yeah <laughs> I like I like the second the other option with her bangs when they oh, turn that's pink. The best. And, yeah, yeah she looks so nice and friendly. So she's yeah. a little. You like it when the evil girl gets a little bit. Yeah, they show soft. the little sensitive and soft side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one thing you're you're getting a very inspirational speech, and then she snaps her neck. <laughs> but she'll have fun doing it. She'll laugh doing it. <laughs> yeah, she's fun. She doesn't. She, it's not scary. I mean, unless you're like playing against her online, then yeah, she is scary. Cause you know, she's kind of, she, her fighting uh, style fits her personality. It's like all over the place and crazy. You don't know what she's going to do next. Yeah. And I was looking at, because I'm not a professional um, player of jury yet. Although, <laughs> I, you know, I have played her at, at cons and I played her at Comic-Con. I was looking at videos of people that play her, and there's a big difference between playing her in 4 and 5, I, I found out. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? She's completely different from 4, uh, to be honest. Uh, a bunch of her moves were traded out, but that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's a lot more fun to play. You can do more combos with her, and it's just like her personality. You can have fun just knocking people over. Right. And you can... You have to relearn her. Yeah. It's kind of like a second honeymoon. Right. Yeah. Nope. I'm scared now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm just messing around. <laughs> she is. She is kind of hard to use. Uh, at least now. I'm still trying to finish up her trials, as you guys know. I, I can't do it. It's a little too tough for me, but I'll try. You got this. Alrighty, so we can move on to question number seven. Mr. Reapers, could I'll you read, read that off? Oh, Brandon, you want it? Yeah, I'll read it. Oh, go ahead. Do you have any other voice actors that you appreciate in the industry? Any personal favorites to list off? Oh, that's a good question. There's so many really good voice actors out there. Um... A lot of times I go up against uh, Karen Strassman, and I think she's brilliant. I really do. Uh, we, 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 in the past, not, not, not recently that I've gone up against her, but we, um, I mean, I don't know, but sometimes we thought I've heard her work, and so I've auditioned for a part, and she got it, and I just think that she's really, really good. Why is that? That sounds so familiar. She's on Street Fighter. Well, who does she, she voice? Oh, gosh, what's the name? Is she Karen? Her? No, no. That's Lauren Landau, I think. Let me Landau. see. I'm, I'm fact-checking. Yeah, I, um, Lauren's great, too. I mean, she there's does so... poison. I don't want... 
Yeah, she does poison, but she's I don't think poison. She's not in Street Fighter Five, but Street yeah, Fighter Four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I there's a lot of men that I think are great too. I mean, it's sometimes I, I there's been a couple of games that I'm cast on, and I'm just amazed at the talent on the game, and um, I I admire a lot of animation actors too, you know, so. I'd have to look that up and see. That's the first time someone's asked me that. So I don't have my... But there's a lot of really... I would hate to just single out a couple, but uh, sometimes I look to movie actors um, for inspiration as well. You know, if I'm going to learn a accent, uh, I listen to Meryl Streep or Johnny Depp, actors like that. So, and I also wa watch a lot of, I, I listen to other actors, uh, Courtney Taylor. I think she got nominated. Oh, really? Courtney Taylor. I, yeah, I heard that voice too. I think she does the Resident Evil stuff, right? I like, have to look up what she does. I know she's on Fallout 4. Yeah, she's, uh, I think she's Ada Wong in Resident Evil 6, so that's how I know her. Right. I mean, there's a lot of Laura Bailey's incredible. Yeah, Catwoman, I think, in the new Batman Telltale game. Mm-hmm, mm hmm So we're going to move on to question number eight, and I want Mr. Reapers to read that off. All right. Uh, have you ever been to any conventions to meet the fans, or do you have any big plans to go to one? I have done conventions. I've been flown out several times. I've done conventions here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking I hadn't done one for the last couple of years. And I would like, I do really enjoy meeting the fans. I, I love flying out to different places and meeting to, and signing stuff and talking to the fans and hearing what they like about the characters that I play. Cause it's not just jury, it's a bunch of other people and sometimes they pull out something that I I thought wow someone listened to that performance <laughs> <laughs> old, old it, clips huh yeah and so yeah I like to I like meeting the fans I'd like to do more conventions I know recently you said you went to San Diego comic-con how was that for you that I went as just a professional but I didn't I wasn't on a panel but that was incredible because I did not know that Jury was going to be announced as playable that weekend. And so I literally was completely surprised when I, when I went in. And it was such a coincidence because I was going down on the trolley to Comic-Con and I got a text from the director saying, oh, she's about to be announced at Capcom panel. And it just happened that the Capcom panel was happening just as I was pulling up in the trolley to Comic-Con. So that was pretty cool because I didn't know that was going to happen. So I got That's to see nice. the video and then go play Jury and that was, it was pretty exciting. So for the next question, number nine, we kind of already uh, went over this, but I'm just going to try to phrase it a certain way to try to see your opinion on it. Number nine is, as a professional voice actor, you're a fan of film, right? But how has it influenced your voice acting and what are your favorite films currently on the market? Hmm. Well, I love the Marvel 
films. Yes. I have, yeah, I love watching them. Um, Agent Carter is a series that I just started watching because an audition required me to look at some of the acting on it. And I was like, I have to watch that series. It's so cool. Um, so a lot of the Marvel movies, um, what was the question? I, I'm, oh, and how does that influence? Yeah, how does that influence your voice acting? Remember, uh, you said before how you watch film to get ready for certain roles. So you said sometimes you imitate Johnny Depp or sometimes you uh, try to imitate other voices in general to try to vary up your voice with that role that you get picked for. Sometimes if I get an audition, I'll look at a TV series or a movie to get into the tone of the genre of the role. And so I can learn from watching the actors in the movie how uh, to interpret a feeling. Like if it's from, um, if, if it's from the 1950s, say, or if it's an action-oriented game and then I'll watch a Marvel, Marvel movie or a Marvel TV show. And so I won't copy their performance, but I'll listen to the essence of how they're delivering the dialogue. And also, um, well, you, you mentioned Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has multi-dimensions multi to his characters. So I try to put the, that into my acting. Hmm. So basically it's saying this is your way of trying to get more range. Yeah, I mean, you watch people that are really good at what they do. It's just constantly studying oh there's tweets coming in or somebody's retweeting sorry my tweet my twitter feed is on <laughs> tweet mm -hmm. um yeah so constantly studying other people's performances because there's a lot of really talented people in the business and you can learn from each other i i really like multi-dimensional performances where you know, they might be evil, like Jury is evil, but she's fun, and uh, there's something likable about her. Why is that? Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. I think there's a movie coming out with James McAvoy, and he's sort of doing this multi-personality guy. He's like 100 personalities into one man. It's freaking, oh, wow. it's freaking crazy. I, I definitely will recommend going to see it or at least getting some tickets for it because it looks absolutely insane. But I like to see how that will be pulled off on the big screen. Right. I'll look for it. All right. So um we have question number 10 mr devil hunter james could you read that off please sure uh what are typical mistakes that you can make regarding voice acting <laughs> i'm sorry i keep laughing <laughs> uh typical mistakes do you mean someone coming into the business or mistakes i make or i think mistakes in general like if you're in the booth and you're sort of pressured or you mess up a line, uh, stuff like that, common mistakes that you can make while doing a recording, maybe you'll get distracted. Uh, that's the overall question. When you make mistakes during a recording, you just stay and you don't stop the recording and say, oh, I'm sorry, I made that mistake. I didn't mean to, you know, you don't apologize. Mm. You take a beat 
you just say, well, we're improvising, we're, we're trying things out, we're throwing things up against the wall to see what, what's gonna stick. And you just keep yourself in character and keep taking direction and keep going. But you do take a beat. Uh, you know, what I do is I usually take a beat or a breath or you can make a joke. <laughs> but you don't want to make a big deal out of it because everybody makes mistakes. Right. It is a, a sort of, it's better if you don't, you know, because that's really impressive. You want to be able to say all the lines and do everything exactly the way they want it. That's the ideal. But I don't think that happens all the time. You see outtakes from movies and they're just, you know, yeah, they're just having fun. Like, usually yeah. in bloopers, someone messes up, and they're just having fun with it. Or if someone messes up, sometimes on a rare occasion, it gets put into the movie. Because I notice a lot of actors say, oh, I messed up, but that totally is in the movie. The director left it there because he thought it was interesting. So uh, that stuff might have potential to become something bigger, and maybe the fans might like it. Yeah, and, you know, for me... And probably a lot of other actors, if you're lost in the character and what you're doing, your mistakes kind of lead you to brilliance sometimes. Or not that, or, or something that unexpected that's going to make the character come alive. Yes. So some, sometimes you make a mistake and then you find something uh, that's even better, um, or an emotion or a way to read the line that's even better. So we're going to go to number 11. Mr. Konecki, could you read that off, please? Sure. What's the hardest role you have ever played? Can you describe how and why? I think Eva from Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun because she's a computer. And I had pages and pages of computer lines. That was at the beginning of my career. So that was a hard role to tackle at the beginning of my career because computer lines are, there's no emotion attached to them. You're just saying dialogue that's informational. And uh, that, was, that was a challenge, but I, it, was, it, it was cool to do it. it. I learned a lot from it. So we're going to move on to question number 12. Mr. Brandon, could you read that off, please? Number 12, right? Yep. Right. Okay, what's the best and worst thing about voice acting in your experience? The best and worst thing about voice acting. The best thing is that you get paid for using your imagination and acting silly and just being like a kid. That's the best thing. <laughs> and you get to play characters like Jury and this and you get to play characters that you would never get to play on camera. Because I started out as an on-camera actress, and a lot of the characters I play, I do not look like. So that's the best thing, I think. There's a lot of really good things, but that's one of them. And the people in the business are really nice. The worst thing is, I think, being isolated. I think it's a business where you work a lot by yourself. You have home studios now that you work by yourself. You. Uh, when you go to the studio, you're just working with two other people, maybe the engineer and the director. You don't get to meet the other actors. So I think, and sometimes the technology of the business kind of feels a little bit cold to me. Because when you're doing on camera, you're working with all the other actors. 
and you get to see him face to face. I don't know if that's bad. It's just a reality, you know, when you just, yeah. I think, uh, like I said, uh, we were talking about this earlier where um, the best type of acting is when you both are there on stage and in the mocap because it seems like both people can bounce off the characterization a lot better if they were in the room as opposed to being by themselves but i'm pretty sure they have a certain distinct way of doing it the way they are now it's just that i see it a lot more human everything looks very humanized when two people are interacting with each other and conversating with each other and i think it comes off really well for capturing the essence of humanity yeah, I haven't done much motion capture. I've done it when I'm in the booth and I have, they have a camera on my mouth. But I did get to, at Comic-Con, experience Resident Evil 7. Oh, really? VR, yeah. Yeah. I got to experience the, the VR and that was incredible. And so for that, uh, they probably use mocap and those actors got to Maybe, maybe yeah, they probably did, and um, so that was really, really freaking cool. That was the first time that I ever experienced it. Have you guys tried it? No, no unfortunately. Were, no. were you were you at any point afraid? Oh my god, I was so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it, I I didn't know that that was what was in the room. I just thought I was going to go in and play the game, and I was just at the Capcom booth, and then and he snuck me in, and I was like, oh my god, I get to try VR. And I sat down, and I was squirming and screaming, and, and I thought for a second I was going to jump out of my seat, and then I thought, how can people play this for two hours? I guess you get used to it because it feels really real. Oh man. It's it's crazy. I think you'd have to be careful when you go <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> like a, it's like the e-ticket of gaming, I really think so. Yeah, don't go outside your door and get eaten by a zombie. Oh my god, I did get eaten by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just yeah. joking, but it happened. <laughs> it did happen. It did really happen. So how is it, uh, do you have that sensation, you know, when uh, you get snuck up on by a monster that it just, um, this is like really happening in front of my face and then all of a sudden you take the glasses off and it's like, oh, everything's all normal. Oh, yeah, you basically get, you forget reality and you think this is reality. Yeah, virtual yeah, reality. You're actually, the one that I was in, uh, I had my hands were tied, and so you look and you're and you see your hands and they're different and they're together because you're holding the controller, but your hands are tied. And if you look either way, you see a room, you can see a, a shoulder that's not yours. Mm. So you become a part of the movie. Mm. And it really, it really uh, in the game, and it really feels like that that is what's happening. And so when a zombie comes up behind you, it's <laughs> you, I screamed. <laughs> I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, but when you when you take the glasses off, you realize, oh, okay. But it does. For me, it, it makes it even more real when you are a voice actor because I use my uh, imagination all the time. So it really, I, I thought I was in my imagination because I have to imagine all that stuff when right. I'm doing voiceover. Mm -hmm. um, so it's pretty. It's pretty wild. 
All right, so we are going to go to question number 13, and that is, is there any future roles that you could perhaps talk about to get us excited? No, I cannot talk about them, but I am excited about them. Oh. <laughs> I can think of three, but I can't talk about it. Understandable. Understandable, yeah. I guess. Well, w what I'll say to the fans of that question is, you know, look forward yeah. to it. I'm sure when you get to go ahead, you will probably put it on your Twitter. So we're going to tag you in the description as well. Yeah. Um... You're not allowed to talk about it usually these days until the game comes out. Right. I, I don't think it's until the game comes out you can say until those credits are rolling and people have seen it. Okay, so we are we have like about a few more questions. These are fan questions from Twitter and of uh, the document itself. So we're gonna do number fourteen. Is there any more tips that you can give aspiring voice actors? Don't expire. No. <laughs> Don't die. Not yet. Don't die. No. Inspiring voice actors. I would say keep practicing. Um, I was just looking. There was tweets that came in, uh, but I guess I don't know where they went. Okay. I'm gonna read those off all, all I can actually. Okay. Okay. So I'll leave that alone. Um, keep practicing and. Do everything you can to get in front of an audience and perform in front of people. Because even though you're by yourself in a booth a lot of the time auditioning, when you go and meet the director and the engineer, sometimes there's a lot of people besides those two that are all looking at you through the glass when you perform. So you have to be used to performing in front of others. And, and if you're passionate about it, keep doing it and keep exploring different ways to get better. Um, take classes. If you're here in LA, take classes. Get um, do theater. Do anything that you're passionate about, and and get to perform. And please don't die. And don't don't expire. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Be do what you, inspires you. Um, per, pursue the things that you're really good at first. Don't try the stuff that. Oh, I always wanted to do this, but my voice doesn't sound like that. Or I have to really strain to do this character. Don't do those. Don't try to start your career doing stuff that's really super hard. And that might come anyway, and you have to be open to that. But I would say go with what you're best at. So if you come to L.A. and you, you think, oh, I'm really good at commercials, yet I can't do character work, go with commercials. Or if it's the opposite, um, do the character work. Go. Although, yeah, that said, when you come to L.A., you have to have a commercial demo most of the time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how it is as much in other places, but if you're in another place, like a big city, look up the people that are working and providing classes for voice over there. Look up the people that are working in the city near you if you're, if you're in a small town and try to see if you can take classes with them. All right, so it is time for the fan questions. I'm gonna okay. have Mr. Reapers read off the first one, which is number 15. All right, uh, the question is, 
when you're recording for jury, do you do they give you visual cues for each of her attacks so you can make sense of the lines, or is it all improvised? This is a question for morbid curiosity. <laughs> I like that name. Um, for Street Fighter, a lot of the lines I had to listen to the Japanese. Mm. Jury is very different in this case. The, she's different from the Japanese, but uh, sometimes they want the same emotional content. So you get a sense of what's going on because I get to listen to them first. But the timing is really important. So you, I have to be jury, make her different, and at the same time, make whatever I'm doing fit. A lot of the fight sounds, I think I recall, I had to listen to the Japanese. I don't know if all the lines were like that this time. Some of them, maybe not, but it was really great when I got jury originally, that they let me do it a little bit different because then I kind of feel like it's organic. It's something that I did um, as opposed to copying somebody's performance. That's for, I think that's pretty fun. It sounds like after you got the hang of it, they just decided, you know what, in order to make you feel more natural, you don't have to probably like listen to another clip or something. It just comes like from the top of your head as well as the acting. No, they make you listen to it all the, all the time. All the time, they, actually? Even for five? They made you listen to it? Um, I think there were some lines where I didn't. I, you know, it's been a year, so I can't remember. Sorry. But a lot of anything that's anime or Japanese, a lot of it is done ADR. And so what you get is, has anyone talked to you about beeps and... Um, no, actually, enlighten no. us. Okay, so maybe not in Street Fighter... I think they just played the Japanese and I could go. But when I started in ADR, you get three beeps. You hear, oh, you hear their line. You, sorry. You hear the, hear the Japanese, you get three beeps, and then you have to match the timing of that line, whether you're trying to match their performance almost to a T or you have a little bit of leeway. You have to make it fit. Mm. So with Jury because I have ADR experience, I had to make a lot of her lines and a lot of her call-outs fit the length of the Japanese. So you hear it all the way through. Um, sometimes, I, I think sometimes I did not have to do that. Either way, it sounds like a very interesting process um, in order to get you to sync up to make those sounds your own while uh, at the same time you have to take cues from another audio. I never really heard of this process, so it's very interesting. Oh, really? It, it gets asked a lot at anime conventions. Uh, people talk about ADR, and mm. um, it's actually one of the more difficult form, uh, forms of voiceover uh, to perform. I think it actually has trained me to be a better voice actress. But it is a lot more harder. It's a lot harder, it's, it's more technical. So you have to keep yourself going um, in, in character and be creative while you're listening to beeps and thinking about timing. Mm -hmm. So that's different than working on an animated series where you don't have that and you have kind of free form and more room to improvise. That's very interesting. So I'm going to quickly just move on to the next question. That's number 16 in fan questions. What games did you play as a child if you did? And this question is from Sonic Kick. I played outside. 
<laughs> Real life? I never heard of this. Yeah, RL. <laughs> yeah, you know, outside. No, you know, when I, I'm a little bit older than you guys, <laughs> but I, I know I played Pokemon, but there wasn't a lot of games when I was growing up, so I played outside quite a bit. Um, my first game that I was on, one of the first games that I was on, was Diablo 2, and that game I played all the way through, and I leveled all the way through to the extension pack and everything like that. So that's the most memorable game. Once I got into voiceover, I started playing games, but there weren't that many games. All right, where where do we leave off now? The Sonic kick question. Oh, yeah. talking about Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about Pokemon Go, but... <laughs> You know, I just remember playing pinball games and stuff when I was little. And I do remember, as I grew older, I was I was playing Resident Evil or a zombie game, you know, at a at a pinball arcade uh, in Santa Monica. But that's what was available in Pokemon, and and I did just try Pokemon Go, which is really fun. Yeah. I like it because you get to go places. You get to go mm -hmm. outside. Yeah. Yeah, in real real life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have question number 17. Uh, what would you do if you ever met or seen Vampy bit me in a jury cosplay? This is from Pinche5. I'm not sure she knows who that is. Like, I, I don't really know. I that know is. she's a popular cosplayer, but I don't know if you met her specifically, Jessica. Yes. I do know of her because she sent me very nice videos because she's dressed up as Jury Han and done oh. some a lot of promotion for her for different she, she I think she's a very successful cosplayer. She's very sweet. I've never met her in person. She looks gorgeous as Jury. And um if I met her I would be very happy. She's <laughs> she's I went to Comic-Con for the first time a year ago and I got a Jury statue. And I remember I, her sending me some kind of video congratulating me that I have a jury statue and she loves that I do the voice. She's she's very sweet. I'd love to meet her. All right. Well, oh, she's so, listening. You know, yeah. Yeah, she's listening. Just just give her a big old hug if you see her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she travels the world doing cosplay all over wow. the place. It's a small yeah. world, so you never know. You might run into her. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's been at cons when I've been there. And, you know, I don't, it's hard because there's so many people. But mm. that's the way I've uh, hooked up with her, just through uh, the fact that we both have jury in common and she loves dressing up as her. So we have two Twitter questions from some of your followers, Jessica, and I'm going to read those off. Knowing jury's backstory, what would you make a younger jury sound like? <laughs> I think I would make her sound more innocent. I think it would be an interesting exploration, you know, making her sound, um, knowing Jerry who she was before mm. all that stuff happened to her, before she lost her parents. Is that what you're talking about? Um, yeah, something like that. See, I, I don't know too much about the backstory, but... Um, just as a younger jury overall, I wonder how she I guess, would sound. I guess it would be like pre, before Bison killed her parents. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. she was pretty young. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe she would be, 
uh, she would maybe have a little girl voice, but a little bit raspy, kind of. I don't know how they would make her. <laughs> I can see that. I can, I, yeah, I can see that. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, 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 would, I would have to, you know, it depends on how old she is, I suppose. Um, but I think she was pretty young, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, she was. Yeah. And we have the final Twitter question here. What is one of the most interesting traits that you like about Jury? I think the fact that she's so likable and so evil at the same time. And also I like her eye and her eye patch. That's cool. Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. A pirate's life for me. I are. Pirate jury. Yeah, make that a thing, Capcom, please. It probably yes. will. It's a costume pack. So I want Mr. Reapers, because he was talking about this before we got disconnected, so I want Mr. Reapers to sort of close out with the lines that he wants you to speak. So, Mr. Reapers, you have the floor. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, uh, even we, and we have voice actors in here. We always have to have, have them do the line at least once. Uh, I asked Mark Whitney to basically call out Armika's voice actor as the character, the last time he was around, but for you, we're gonna do it a little bit different since I don't want you call. Well, if you want, you can call somebody out. This is what did you want me to say again? <laughs> Just this is... uh, uh, hold on, let me let me put it in the chat. Why don't you get serious already? All right, hold on, sorry. Um, All right, <laughs> man, you're hey. doing a lot better this time. Last time I was a lot more nervous. Man, you're pissing her yeah, off. Come yeah, on, you sound like you're sweating right now, Reapers. No, I'm not. I'm just trying not to die. All right, it's in the <laughs> chat. Get lost. I'm just saying the lines <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> um, does Jerry know that Bibson or Bison killed her parents? Yeah, that's why she hates them. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> this is Jerry, and you're watching the Cooperative Podcast. <laughs> that was perfect. That's great. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Right. Okay. And if you want to call out uh, any voice actors in particular, just just go ahead and let them know. Uh, okay, so you want me as Jury to talk to Bill? Basically, to call out Urian, the character, and then we're gonna we're gonna tweet it to him, and be like, "Oh, look, she's calling you out. You should probably get the podcast." The podcast. Hey, Urian, Bill, you want to fight? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> Great. Perfect. That's perfect. Bravo. Okay. All right. So, um, um, but you guys want to put in parentheses, it was great. I, I got to meet him at Comic-Con and he was really, uh, both years I got to meet him and he's a really nice guy. Yeah. But he, anyway, so. Uh, Real quick, uh, I, I must ask just a personal question. Does he walk around with his eyes closed? No. He's talking about the Brock. The That's Pokemon an inside thing. joke. The Pokemon oh. thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, he doesn't. You guys. <laughs> you know what? I'll fight you, you, Jerry. Come on. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> usually, I stand, usually I stand up and I'm in the booth and I move around quite a bit. That's <laughs> kind of weird to do her sitting down talking to a computer. Yeah. But usually she's just, you know, she's. I, I kind of do her like... You see her in the game. She's kind of, you know, waving her body all around. All right. Mm -hmm. So anyway. 
All right, she's a lot of fun. But uh, we're going to do our goodbyes. Uh, it was great having you aboard. We had a lot of fun tonight. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and as we say to all our voice actors, you know, if you're doing something and you want to come back anytime, it's always good to have that connection in mind. So I don't mind if you want to come back in the future and talk to us about some of your newer works, your newer projects, um, just to get the word out there and have another good time. Okay, Ren. Well, maybe towards the end of the year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There's something. Alrighty. That was a lot of fun, you guys. I didn't know there was going to be so many of you. Made it even more fun. <laughs> yes, it's always good to have that dynamic of uh, multiple people, multiple excited fans who want to get on board, as well as answering the questions of the fans, because I don't think that we had those when we interviewed Mark Whitten. So it was always good to, you know, have that in mind. Uh, some fans got their questions answered, which was pretty good. Uh, but this is the TCP podcast signing out with Miss Jury. I hope you had a lot of fun with Miss Jessica Strauss, and we will see you guys next time. So later and take care. Bye, yeah. thanks. That was fun. Yeah.